0: All right, so getting into it. Hope you guys are amazing, thanks for joining me. Today we are gonna talk about if your juice bar should serve food. Now, if you don't have a juice bar, then it's good that we're having this conversation now so you can plan for it. I'm gonna, in this episode, I'm gonna talk about, one, what my philosophy around on this is and why, and then also some of the strategies that you can take when it comes to implementing Uh, this into your business so if you haven't figured it out already the answer to the question from my perspective is yes but the real question is why and how how do you implement the food into your juice bar menu and, and why is it important so the first thing that I want to say is that the real reason it's important I shouldn't say the real reason one of the main reasons is that your customers are going to eat two to three times a day they may drink juice or they may have a smoothie or acai bowl maybe once a day in terms of people's habits, right? So that means that if you serve food, you have two or three times in an oppor- of, of, of more of an opportunity to sell a product to your customers that they'll enjoy that will support their health than you do if you only serve juices, smoothies, acai bowls, and wellness shots, just primarily beverages and and small things. So this is why it's really, really helpful to serve food. The other reason is that if somebody does wanna purchase a juice from you or a smoothie from you, you don't wanna put them in a situation where they have to decide to make two trips. Okay, I have to go to the juice bar and grab my juice, and then I gotta go get food. Because if someone's looking for lunch and they also wanna grab a juice for lunch or for breakfast, Sometimes people will skip breakfast and have a juice, that is true, but most often people are still wanting to eat with whatever they're drinking. It's not, um, smoothies can function as meal replacements as well, but people still eat. For me, myself, and and let's talk about the majority of people, when they have a juice, they wanna have a salad with it or some sort of wrap or something else, they don't wanna just drink a juice. And so, um, and if they do, you just make their life easier so they don't have to go out of their way as much if they're trying to eat as well. So that's the other thing to think about. Um, Other benefits to actually serving food is your margins are usually higher. I always tell people when it comes to juice, you have to think about how much produce you're going through. And one of the reasons juice is so powerful and potent is because there is so much nutrients packed into it because of just the volume of produce that is, is involved in a single 12 or 16 ounce juice. You could never really eat that much but because you are not full when you're done the perceptual value of a juice isn't the same as a meal right somebody would pay twelve dollars for a salad and think that's a reasonable price if people are paying twelve dollars for a juice it's you know it exists but it's up there it would be considered at the higher price point although from a product cost and business standpoint there's way more produce that you've gone through in a juice than you have in making a salad. So your profit margins on food tend to be a bit higher, which is a really, really great thing for you as a business owner. Now let's talk about how you want to implement this into your business. So I've seen juice bars start and launch with way too much food. And what does this do? This just creates chaos in their production, their sales and the demand for their product isn't there yet, so it creates spoilage, there's all kinds of reasons this is a challenge in the first phase. And so what I recommend that you do is keep your juice, um, keep your your primary focus on what you serve. Juices, smoothies, acai bowls, wellness shots, that's your core service and, and product. And then to whatever degree that you're capable outsource the production of other things so what we did in our own businesses is have local chefs and other people who are already retailing their fresh food products their vegan desserts at places like Whole Foods or you know the local health food market that we just gave them an opportunity to sell those things at our store and so it was very low risk to us a lot of these vendors even had buyback guarantees meaning that if certain things spoiled they would purchase it back from you so you had no risk and you had no labor and you now could offer food. We used to have falafels made, pizzas made, you know, all kinds of stuff that was just really great salads. And eventually, when the demand is there and you have clarity on what things people actually want, you can decide to transition into making these things on your own because there's less risk at that stage because people have gotten used to purchasing them. And two, your sales are at a place where You can justify making it, and you'll know what your margin is at that stage um, because of the labor that you are going to be putting into these things. And so that's exactly what we did. We would, you know, I should say that's eventually what we did. But in the first phase, we were trying to make too much food. We just collapsed under the pressure of that. And it's a uh, real—I always say—it's important that whatever you offer your customers is that it's excellent. Right, You do not want to get to the place where you're offering them something that is maybe a 5 out of 10 in terms of quality presentation and otherwise. And if you're doing too many things in the beginning, I guarantee you that it's going to be very hard unless you, you know, you're working with us and we're training your staff or you've got a ton of experience in this. It's really hard to execute at a level 12, meaning with perfection, on everything that you're doing if this is your first time. Your staff just doesn't have the experience. Now you may be able to do it, but to have that translate to where they're doing it consistently, it can be a challenge. And so just for the sake of being able to really gain mastery over your core offerings, for that reason alone, I always tell our clients to start slow and then know that your menu is always going to evolve. You're always going to adapt it. It's always going to change. So don't be so um, concerned with having everything be the way that it's going to be two years from now, three years from now, let it grow into that. And serving food is one thing um, that, that, uh, that that topic relates to. And it doesn't mean that you can't serve small things that are easy. Things like chia puddings are great. They're really simple to make and they last for a while. Overnight oats, once again, another great offering, simple to make, and you can just prep it. And, and I recommend that all the food that you guys serve at least in the first year or so is all prepped ahead of time. Don't make things to order. So when somebody orders a salad, don't, you know, there are ways to do it. You can you can prepare yourself to do that if that's part of your core offering, but you got to be clear on it and you got to have the operations down because people just get divided and spread out. And and I've just seen too much chaos in these kinds of situations from firsthand experience and from observing others. And so start slow, grow into it. Um, outsource in the first phase and yeah I feel strongly it's really great to offer food in your business because people are always going to eat no matter what no matter how much people love juice and love smoothies people are always going to eat so having healthy options that are quick as well which is another great thing because that's something that people don't get when they go to restaurants or cafes is the ability to just run in grab a meal and run out because you don't know what people's pace of life is like and when they know that they can do that at your business they can plan for it which is great or in emergency situations they can jump into it so I hope this helps give you guys some clarity on on my perspective on if your juice bars should serve food and also how to execute on that and as always if you guys need support putting your menu together uh, we can do that we've got a team of chefs that put some great menus together and we've done I can't even count at this point hundreds of menus for clients And as always, you can reach me at andrew at startajuicebar.com if you want to talk about that. Wishing you guys a lot of success uh, and a lot of health in your personal life and, and health to those around you. And I will see you guys at the next episode.